It's Sports Arena Wrestling. It's 205 is alive as we run down episode 71 of 205 Live. You've got myself, Paul, you've got Jane, you've got Griff, and here we go, eh? Back once again. Back once again. How are we both doing? Excited? Yeah, yeah, I've got it now, because I can turn and run, but there's more that I can't do. No, this is war. This is war. I feel about just cropping that and using it for the um, intro music every week. No, I won't stop I... now. I'm the fire breaking through. Now this is war. Now this is war. Because as long as we still got a reason. <laughs> Cut it there. <laughs> I think I might... Yeah, we'll just... I'm kind of over it. We'll get you to sing it separately. That's just, I'm going to use that. That's the um, that's going to be the intro music every week now. Congratulations. Well, let me actually do it like proper. Like, I'll get like, a little bit of background, like instrumental version. I can sing over it. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you acapella is, is the way to go on this. It, it, it's big after the Pitch Perfect film. So I think that you're right on trend to this. And I think that's exactly where we need to do. <laughs> oh, the show started off. We're a good little hype package, eh? I did like that. I did, I did, I did like the hype package. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Obviously, we didn't get to do last week. Apologies, stuff was happening, but um, yeah, I was actually looking forward to watching the show this week. Me too, and you know what? Obviously, <laughs> we did start off with a match we've seen, like I suppose, for all of our like. Probably like this is our fifth or sixth episode. I feel like we've started the journey with these tag teams. <laughs> As everything changes, it stays the same, eh? I think it was the first <laughs> episode that you two did on your own where you were talking about a tag team division. Yeah. And then the second yep. episode where I joined, where we had the first tag team match and the the inaugural competition of face or heel. And uh, yeah, we've just watched every week since I think but yeah we saw the only thing difference obviously two weeks ago we saw a um, singles match with the others like in the crowd oh I'm sorry ringside but um, yeah at least um, Atami and Kazawa came out together this time that was big I, I thought when, when that happened I thought this this is happening now I thought these guys are light years ahead they're, they're blossoming into a beautiful team. I just find it weird that Kalisto didn't come out with the um, Lucha House Party. I'm just finding it weird they're not getting announced as the Lucha House Party. Like, what is this? This is a marketing it feels like the commentators have made up, but they haven't actually told the. Um, yeah, it feels like the commentators have made it up, but they haven't told the um, ring announcer. I feel like they don't even know they're called the Lucha House Party. I think that's the biggest kept secret in 205 Live. Oh, we'll come on to that later, but oh. that's got to be the biggest kept secret now. So, um, yeah, I mean... I love the idea that the announcers are just making up team names now and just not letting anyone see it and because no-one's actually watching their matches back with commentary. No-one knows what they're being billed as. But I, I believe yeah. that. I reckon half... I, I wouldn't be surprised if half of them don't even realise they're in a tournament. No. They just thought the belt was out there every week because there was no champion. Some of them probably didn't even know. You know, Buddy Murphy doesn't he, is even aware he's on TV. He still thinks he's doing dark matches. That's why he thinks he's a secret. 
So it's all just yeah. he, he thinks he's an arena special, but this is all happening. But um, yeah, it was a good match again. I mean, when we wanted a tag team division, you know, I put emphasis on the word division, not just two teams. But I'm enjoying the matches. I am enjoying. I did find that. I did find. Sorry, I did find they said like um, they're the most um, <laughs> greatest team in like two or five of history. I'm like out of two. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, the, the not much competition. It's it's not going to be a free disc DVD set, is it? Running down the greatest greatest teams, teams. in two history. But I think we're definitely before we play Jason Face or Hill. I think we're definitely starting to see like it's more obvious now. I mean, it is happening, isn't it? Uh, Tommy and that the transitions there they are they are becoming the hills. Yeah, I saw my face and everything. I know, like I saw more than I should have, probably. <laughs> Taking his mask off. Yeah, I thought that. I thought it might have been super crazy to start off with. Yeah. Then I thought well, I'm crazy. Super. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, not a lot to say about this match really. Just a good match. Just enjoyed it. Nice little way to um, start it all. They're getting good chemistry, and um, yeah. Yeah, they seem to get the crowd into some of the spots. Uh, I wasn't going to play Facer Hill in this one because I think that, that Itami and Tozawa were both doing heelish stuff, which is good to see because up until now, I thought Tozawa was um, still very much face, but he even seems to be doing less of his um, call, and re- call and reply from the, the crowd. So he was far less the, 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 the baby face in it. Um, I mean, the only criticism I have this match is I thought the one they did a few weeks ago was better. Mm. Yeah, but this is the first week there was completely no reference of the you're fired or any sort of McMahon sort of character. They just sort of completely stepped away from all of it and almost looked like a, a team. I'm guessing that the house part is going to keep tricking along until one of them teams up with Kalisto, I guess, to try and sort of give a bit more competition. I imagine it I'm must be like the New Day, the like when Xavier yeah. Woods is in one of the team, you know they're sort of going to lose. I'm guessing like they'll, they'll announce the um, the belt shortly after Mania, maybe not the um, first episode after, because they'll probably want to let the crew, the actual Cruiserweight champion have a bit of bask in the glory. Well, they just need to work but, out how they're doing it, because you can't just go straight into another tournament. No. You know? Unless it's literally just those teams. War and... Games match. War Games match. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, so that happens. And then there's a backstage promo with Gulak, was it? Yeah, I like this. It's a good promo, again. <laughs> it's the first time we've been watching it, we actually got like a PowerPoint presentation. And that was only one slide. But he's my favourite character on 205 Live. He's good. And again, it's it's the transition away from the PowerPoint sort of presentation kind of guy. He's sort of just then slowly sort of becoming this submission grappling specialist who'll like, he'll get you, he'll ground you and he'll make you tap. Mm. And um, what was his, he was billing himself as the best submission wrestler on 205 Live? <laughs> Yeah. No, but no, the best in WWE. Yeah, I thought he was the best in WWE, wasn't it? Yeah. 
he didn't he didn't say two or five live. He said the best in WWE, and I thought, oh, it's a huge statement. But but this is where they need to let him loose on like main event or something, and let him tap out. I don't know Fandango or someone. Yeah. Just just why why are there no sort of crossover matches? Why can't the Lucha House Party beat the Ascension or on main event or something like that? Well, yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the argument that was always given as to try and keep them separate was, uh, I can't remember where I heard this, but, but the moment McMahon sees um, one of the smaller guys super self, one of the larger guys, that, become, that, the fear was, that would become his visual and they'd be made to look, made to make the other wrestlers larger than life rather than about themselves. So they'd become basically, you know, enhancement talent and jobbers because they could sell so well that they'd make the the larger wrestlers look like absolute beasts and superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, as much as I don't want it to be true, probably is. Um I'm just trying to look if I've got any like notes. It's just yeah, it's just a nice simple primer, really. Just, again, more character builds, slowly stepping away from the PowerPoint, even though he did one slide. Just straightforward, him against Mark Andrews. Um, should be a really good match. Little backstory again. Everything is developing a backstory now. So yeah. it's working out quite well. Um, then we went to Tony Nice versus Jonathan Pierce. Um, so, again, similar sort of standard things you'll have somewhat of a squash match in the middle every week before the main event this week was Tony yep. Nice's a chance um, he looked alright he, he did he looked um, alright it, 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 I think he just he managed to show off some of his um, moves and everything and I think that's what these squash matches are are kind of doing I don't know what they're leading up to every week because obviously I suppose one of the first was Jack Gallagher. We haven't seen him since. I was... well, that's it. I mean, with a lot of these guys, you, would you put a lot of these guys in things like the Andre Battle Royal? And... Um, uh, only as like just to make up the numbers. I like, would you put like Atami, Gulak, Lucha House Party? Would you put them all in the Battle Royal? Um, I wouldn't, but. I mean, I'd have certain people, like Buddy Murphy, I'd probably protect and keep him out because now he's number one contender. But, um, yeah, some of them, like Tony mm. Nice, I guess you could, as long as they don't just get, but that's it, as long as they don't just get embarrassed, really. And that's the thing, I don't know if I would for the for exactly what I was just saying there about the, yeah, you know, it, they, they would be too spectacularly um, uh, acrobatic in their being turfed out. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, just, just, I know they will do, but they shouldn't. Yeah, well, like I said, it's just, we talk about it in the other show, I think there's about eight people announced, so they need to, it's not very much of a battle royal, is it? You know, probably have some people off the back of TakeOver or the people that aren't involved in TakeOver, but then I suppose, they're not involved in takeover. They're involved in access. There is ways that all these people are getting involved somehow. Maybe not on like Mania itself, but obviously access 
it's got four tournaments going on. Yeah, I suppose um, you could fit people like Cassius Ono and stuff like that in the in the Battle Royal. That would make sense. Um, but yeah, fairly straightforward match. Nice looked good, went over pretty strong. Um, it helped his character. You know, crowds. I thought the crowd was fairly decent for most of the show, actually. And uh, yeah, the crowd like the crowd actually like feel like they were loving it. I think like, next... whether it's WrestleMania season, maybe like I don't know, but the, the crowd were invested in the whole show. I think next week could be a make or break for 205 Live. Because this yeah. is where all the big, big fans head to sort of New Orleans. So they're going to have NXT, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, and then will they be burnt out for 205 Live? Well, yeah. Because there's some people that would have done majority of them, and that's a lot, of lot of wrestling in the space of like four days. So. Well, because technically the wrestling starts Friday. Yeah. Well, I think I'm, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, yeah. So that's uh So see how it works out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're just listing the, the the WWE products there, so that's not including the whatever it was 20 30 shows that are going on around well that's it including impact versus lucha underground hey watching that on twitch that's gonna be good yeah, that should Me be too. that should be an interesting um show it should be a good crossover i'm interested it's free on twitch as well so i think i'll be checking that out if there's a way we can try and watch that and slide a cheeky review why not why not yeah why not indeed? Um, so that was straightforward. Went on to the next match. It was a match that really, really impressed me. Um, Kalisto versus Buddy best, Murphy. Best, best match of season two of five live history, period. Yeah. And the first time I think I've ever heard the crowd shout out 205, 205. And this is awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I've really enjoyed a lot of the matches on 205 live, but I think I agree. I think this might be my favourite my my favourite um, 205 live match so far. Yeah. These I, two guys really put on a show and I hope they have a feud in the future. I know like Kalisto stuck with like the Lucha house party but they got something here. I just, the monkey flip onto the announce table and just some of the stuff they were doing, they really let them like, it's weird for them to steal the show even, I say steal the show, three matches but yeah, it was just amazing and I suppose it did help I think the crowd got me more invested in it I think it does show when the crowd are like pumped as well you you're there with them yeah no I found it a really good match really enjoyable match Um, I can't really fault it the the suplex to the outside on the apron just insane and there was a bit where I don't know if Kalista like it looked like Buddy Murphy's head just like flat on the on the canvas like it was just it, it, yeah they just they left it all out but again it just felt like they were allowed they had a bit of time they were allowed to do what they wanted to do and um, yeah I was just really really impressed with this match if if anyone listening to this show hasn't seen it go out your way and check out um, if you don't watch the whole show just check out Buddy Murphy versus Kalista you won't be disappointed. Yeah, clearly a great show. And obviously, clearly, um, Buddy Murphy, obviously, after, although we didn't cover it, but obviously, he won the Fatal 4-Way last week. So, um, 
he's clearly like number one contender to ever win today. Yeah, but I think that's a secret as well, isn't it? Even though the commentators did reference it this week, saying, is he really a secret anymore? This is no longer the biggest secret. He's the biggest secret in NXT. He's not the biggest secret anymore. I'm like, just drop it then. Yeah, I need to take it away from his Titantron and everything. He's just... Bless it. Um, Yeah, but this match finished, and I thought, well, show's over, and they haven't mentioned anything. I, I just assumed this was the end of the show. But then I looked um, on the network and realised there was still about 10, 15 minutes left. And it went to Maverick. And I thought we did a um, pretty solid promo. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, this is my favourite character on 2055. Still yeah. is Drake. Yeah, he sold it. He, he was pretty um, passionate about it. Um, yeah. It was good to save it till last, because I was going through the show going, hang on a second, this is the go-home show. Why aren't we mentioning, like, the match that's being like, in the show? And you like, get your seats early, enjoy all of Mania. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he was. It was, it was literally just, it almost felt like it was sort of them against everyone else kind of. You know, if you miss this match, you're stupid. This is this could well be the best match on the cards, and if you miss it, you're a fool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he felt it felt as if he was pissed off that um, that they were on the pre-show. Which it felt almost it should as if be. Was, which character-wise, he he should be. Yeah. You you yeah. want to imagine that there's this backstage argument with him and sort of. Vince and sort of Triple H and SmackDown and Raw, where he's just like, why, why are my guys getting held back? You know, you want to imagine there is this legit, them all sort of, you know, as much as who's going to main event Raw or SmackDown, it should be 205 Live. Like, why is our title getting kicked to the pre-show? You know, you, it's cool the idea there's this sort of backstage argument going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's just imploring of, you know, you know, just because this is just, just take your seats early. You're, you're not going to win and miss it. You're not going to want to miss the history. So, you know, I know it's, I know it's early, but just, just do it. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was really, really strong promo. And then um, it cut into a good backstory to um, tell you the journey. And yeah, again, strong, yeah, strong nice, backstory. Nice little four minute, nice little four, four minute video. Um, I thought they were going to go through the whole tournament at one point. But they did, they did feature on Ali and Alexander, which was the right thing to do. Yeah, massively. Um, yeah. I think as, as, as a, as a go-home show, they, they, they probably did a better job at doing a go-home show than Raw and SmackDown did. Like, yeah. Oh, I yeah. just, I mean, I get it, but the pull-apart angles, predictable... So I, I just like, I mean, what are they, why would you need to have these two do a contract sign and why would you need a pull apart angle? You know, yeah. you don't, they, they stated their case and they, they kind of got it over in like five minutes and you just thought, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good match. New champions yeah. getting crowns. They both really want to be champion. I hope they give them a good solid, like, well, the good thing on the pre-show is they won't be rushed for time. They shouldn't be rushed for time. So hopefully they could give a good solid 20-minute match. So that's anything that could work in their favour. Yeah, we I mean, could... we were saying when we were doing kind of um, 
last week on to our five or the week before yeah, a couple of weeks gone to our five. You know, the, the the problem with them being later on in the card is that they they run the risk of their time being cut and them having to suddenly, you know, instead of the fifteen minutes you've got five because, you know, Kid Rock's gone on for too long or whatever. Um and the earlier they are in the card, and especially being in the pre-show, they should get a decent chunk of time to really tell an engaging story. And they'll see an audience that's, you know, if they're, if they're that match just before the pre-show ends and the main card begins, they're going to be playing to a, a fairly full stadium. Maybe not everyone, but, you know, you should be over half people. Um, you know, Paul, I know you've talked previously about, you know, that, that first match and it doesn't matter who comes out. You're just so psyched for it. So if that's, you know, a lot of people's first match, then they're going to be coming in to see it. I think there's a lot of eyes on both Battle Royals, so I think people want to be in there anyway for those. So, yeah, I think there's a really good chance of them putting a, a big old marker down um, uh, to, to push on with it. And as we said, you know, they should get a decent chunk of time and not worry about suddenly having to do all of their stuff in four and a half minutes. Yeah, and um, like we said on the WrestleMania show that we did, don't, don't forget, you know, 205's complete audience is on the network. So yeah. re- regardless of people in the arena, people watching this will be watching it on the network, which is only people who watch this show. So their core audience will still be watching it network-wise. It's just... Um, I, I think enough years have passed now where people would be tempted to get to the arena slightly early because you know if you don't, you're going to miss three matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the battle royals are still worth watching, and stuff like this. I think they're going to open the doors um, early enough to get people in there because I don't think they want the embarrassment of things like SummerSlam, where the Hardys pretty much came out to an empty arena. Yeah, I, I think enough's passed where I think they're going to be on it to be like, if if we can at least get kind of half of it in, we'll be cool. Hmm. But um, yeah, all in all, great episodes. I think I think we're getting there. I think we're making big progress. Yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting, to see, like how they can hype it. Obviously, they've had this tournament. Obviously, since we've been covering it, for this tournament to hype it and everything. And okay, they didn't even like apart from the last ten minutes mention obviously the tournament. So it'd be interesting to see maybe some stories evolving. Obviously, we obviously Tommy Kazawa like with the Lucha House Party as one of the main, like, continuing stories um, to cover. So it'll be interesting to see they start doing some real good character building and some real good um, stories without tournament and WrestleMania well, being used it. as a their launch kind of pad. Yeah, so, you know, next week we're going to have a champion. So or will we? Oh, don't, don't. So everything's on the rise. Um, is there anything else, Evie, you want to bring up? Or Yes, I have stats. Oh, of course you do. He's a stat. Of course I do. Of <laughs> course he does. You're just singing the stingers for everything, aren't you? Um, for your song. So, <laughs> uh, the, the bit that I think is the untold story of, of the build of this is actually um, Cedric Alexander is undefeated in 2018. He's on an absolute tear, and the last time he lost a match was he lost a fatal four-way that Drew Gulak won on the 4th of December 
2017. So he has won every match he's been involved in which, since December the 4th, 2017 to date. It's big. Uh, Ali, on the other hand, uh, he last lost on the 23rd of January. So he's been undefeated from the 23rd of January, but his last loss was in a one-on-one match on the 23rd of January to Cedric Alexander. Ooh. Oh. And this is his first ever pay-per-view appearance. It is. Wow. So it will be, according to the website I was looking at, this will be Cedric Alexander's 305th wrestling match, professional wrestling match, and it will be his 30th um, pay-per-view uh, match. Ali, on the other hand, this will be his first pay-per-view appearance ever, and it will be his 200th professional wrestling match. Hmm. Oh, wow, you really have dug into the numbers. I have, and uh, just to, to round it out, uh, Cedric Alexander's win ratio in WWE is 70.45%, uh, and with Ali down at 60.87%. Right, don't I don't know where you'd find that. <laughs> I know. Don't, don't question what we don't. Yeah, don't question. Just admire. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you question everything I say. I would say, Paul, going on. Obviously, just picking on a WrestleMania thing. Like we, we haven't even got like the um, who got the last, um, the last um, quash to actually know who's going to win this. This mania match. It's true. It's bigger than yeah, all life. Bets are, all bets are off. It's bigger than life. We will find out well, if Sunday. If you listen to the best mania previous show, you know that my pick was Ali and in brackets I put Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Hopefully no one gets that joke because it's embarrassing to what it is. They do. Thanks for listening to both shows. Yeah, thank you very much. Don't get the joke as if they haven't listened to our shows. That's not a good thing. No, no, we'll just click on it anyway. Um, go back and listen to it and get the joke and laugh at me. Um, big cares. They reckon he's coming back as Colin Cassidy, isn't they? So there you go. And potential bronze partner. Oh, really? And he's the latest rumour of a name. Cool, see, everyone is. Took it down. Even I went for a gentle jog just in case. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's where the Undertaker comes out just to piss off John Cena. Oh, could you imagine? Oh God, that'd be so, imagine that'd be great. That'd be great. And then John Cena costs him the match, and then calls him out on Raw to set up a match for next year's WrestleMania. Which Undertaker still doesn't answer for an entire year. Just ignores him. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Um, Yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back um, later in the week, I guess, with NXT and WrestleManias and all kind of exciting stuff. So make sure you like and subscribe and tune into Sports Arena. We've got loads of cool stuff coming on. Thank you very much. See you next week for more. 205 is alive. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.